0: With Valentine's Day right around the corner, my question for you guys tonight, uh, who is your geeky uh, power couple? Now this can be real, this can be fictional, just putting it out there. Um, I'm going to start tonight, um, hands down, Superman slash Clark Clint and Lois Lane. Clark Kent and Lois Lane, (laughs) not Clint, I don't know who that is. Clark Clint? Yes. (laughs) So we're drinking wine tonight. It's it's whatever. Um, Excuses. Um, Superman and Lois Lane, I mean, they are the goat when it comes to superhero couples. Um, And I don't know, guys. I think they're going to make it. I think they're going to make it. Um, Tabitha, you had a kind of controversial one, but we go roll with it.
1: We sure are, so (laughs) don't come for me. (laughs) Or maybe do, I don't know, I probably deserve it. Um, Data from TNG and Lieutenant Yar. That was like my favorite episode of that whole thing because he's a robot, but he- Like discovers his like humanness in that episode, and yeah, it's kind of in a weird way. But like, also, that's a cute couple. That's a cute OTP. I'm here for it.
0: And he is fully functional. He
2: is. (laughs) uh, I mean, that's a direct quote. It is. It is. It is. is, hundred percent. I mean, tbh,
1: it's probably somewhere directly related to my like sexual awakening, and I just don't want to talk about it.
3: (laughs) But that is not a new name for this show.
1: <laughs> yeah, do not call this Tabitha sexual awakening. <laughs> oh no, we've killed that
2: <laughs> Oh man. Uh, man.
0: TGA, After Dark. <laughs> Lydia. Uh,
3: so I had to think about this for a second, then I came up with a pretty good one. Um, so Once upon A Time, Snow White and Prince Charming mm-hmm. also mm-hmm. ended up getting married in real life. So... Mm-hmm. And it's really cute because they met doing that show and you actually can watch in the show as their relationship becomes like a screen relationship to an actual relationship. Like you can see the slow shift of like acting to like them actually kissing and them actually like looking at each other and be like, I love you. It's really, really cute. So I'm going to go with them.
0: Okay. I've I've changed my answer. I'm going to go with them too. (laughs) No. <laughs> yeah. Same,
1: but they're not my sexual awakening, so
0: <laughs> Which one of the dwarves was?
1: No. <laughs> what was the mayor's name on that show? Regina. That's the one. <laughs>
4: and finally Matt. Um I don't know. This I I I don't even know. Um I, I guess the, the most interesting geek couple that I can think of because I, I don't know necessarily my favorite but I, I the dynamic I, I guess for me is probably one of the most interesting um, is uh Cyclops and Jean gray um, just because she is so unbelievably powerful and he's like a wuss? yeah okay like, <laughs> he, he's, opposite track yeah I, he's just I and maybe it's partially James Marsden's Cyclops from those original movies, but Cyclops in the comics, in the cartoon, in a lot of the movies, is always that guy that follows the rules just because they're the rules. And Jean Grey's like, I don't need rules. I'm more powerful than rules. And it just seems like a weird dynamic, not to mention the whole Wolverine thing that goes That's on. That's why she
0: belongs with Wolverine.
4: <laughs> <laughs> no disagreement. Just say it. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll go. I guess I'll go with that. Nice,
0: Tabitha. You've been given a lot of looks.
1: I just I hate Cyclops. He's like grown up Peter Parker, and I, just, <laughs> <laughs> I can't get behind it. And like, I love James Marsden as that character, but at the same time, like, I feel like it almost made me like James Marsden less, which upsets me.
0: Gun to your head, Cyclops or Spider Man?
1: Oh God. <clears throat>
3: The bullet is not an option.
4: Is the gun loaded? <laughs> <laughs> not, or are we
1: like Russian roulette? And, and you are not going to get a
4: ricochet. <sighs> <laughs>
0: it's one of those guns that actually it like pulls out that little flag or whatever, and it says "bang." Someone's just
1: going to poke me in the face. <laughs> That's rude. Um, I am going to go with Cyclops because at least he's an adult, annoying an adult versus an annoying teenager. <laughs>
0: I'm not really surprised. Now, follow-up question. (laughs) James Marsden as (laughs) Spider-Man.
1: I'm uncomfortable, but I kind of want to see him in the suit.
4: (laughs) You're listening to The Geek Awakens with Mitch, Matt,
3: Tabitha, Lydia,
4: and Pickett.
0: All right. So uh, we have a big show today. We've got a big old trailer takedown. Um, <laughs> what? Big old trailer takedown. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Country Mitch comes out sometimes after he's head wine.
4: This trailer takedown's a double wide. Where's my belt? It's right here. I'll take that one. I deserve it.
0: <laughs> so real quick i want to bring this up because this is breaking ish news um something has come back from the dead movie pass
4: (laughs) oh god (laughs) movie pass like walking dead it just won't stay dead
0: (laughs) so movie pass is going to relaunch this summer uh said co-founder stacy spikes um let's see no price point has been disclosed and I apologize I'm just kind of like reading this right from the article because I just saw this like right before we started um so they're going to have different tiers pricing tiers um but the weird thing is there will be a virtual credit system that will roll over each month and users will be able to earn credits for free by watching advertisements ahead of the movie and they will have eye tracking technology to make sure the user is paying attention (laughs)
1: Wow,
3: that's they're like, like living
1: in 2029 20, 2047 20, Like, what are I track? What
3: that's like? Netflix is. Are you still watching on crack? Yeah, that creeps me out.
4: Yeah. Watching you watching Ugh. commercials, they're
1: tracking my eyeballs. I never look at anything full on anyway. Like, <laughs> they'd be like, "This girl list, watches nothing." <laughs>
0: I mean, you just have to start crying, and then, like, the technology wouldn't be able to pick it up. Oh,
2: okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's also fair. Wondering eyes and crying. My two fortes.
0: So, um, the real first story tonight. (laughs) Um, So, Oscar nominations were released this week, and The Power of the Dog is leading with 12 nominations. Uh, Dune came in second with 10, including Best Picture but received no nominations for acting or directing.
1: (laughs) Did you watch Dune?
4: (laughs) No.
0: But still, how- There's
1: no acting in Dune.
0: (laughs) But how are you going to be a best picture when none of your
4: actors or directors-
1: (laughs) Are worthy of mention?
4: Exactly. It's an ensemble film.
1: (laughs) It's Hollywood. (laughs) Nothing they've done in the last 100 years has made
4: sense. I I mean, you're lucky as an action movie that it got any Mm -hmm. nominations Mm -hmm. without- being a like the, the end part of a trilogy
0: true which kind of leads me to my next point uh really the only other category that had like you know like films that we would have talked about i mean yeah there were a couple of other categories you know here or there but um best visual effects had no time to die dune free guy uh shang chi and no way home which, mm-hmm. outside of Dune and No Time to Die, which also got like, uh, best original song and I think maybe one mm-hmm. other nomination. All the all those other ones that was their only nomination. Which, say what you will about No Way Home, I know Tabitha, you don't like Spider Man, <laughs> but like, I figured it would have got something else.
1: It's a superhero yeah. movie,
4: yeah. It's true. true. I mean, even even superhero movies will, even if they get, like, get special effects or they get. Editing or sound mixing or something mm-hmm. like to go with, which I know that those are
1: throwaway categories. Well,
4: that's the thing is like, I know that that work is not easy. Mm-hmm. I know that those people that do the do that stuff for a living. It's complex. It's complicated. It's hard to do. And they deserve like the respect, but at the same time, they do feel like throwaway categories, especially because of the movies that usually end up in those categories. Well,
1: they also don't show them live. They're those categories that they mentioned that they did two weeks before or they mm. did while we were at commercial break or something. They're just superhero movies have always been tossed in those throwaway categories. It's just yep. Hollywood doesn't think they're films. Right. That's where we live.
0: And don't get me wrong. Like, <clears throat> I know that No Way Home, like, they were campaigning to be best picture. Like I knew it wasn't going to get a nomination, and I knew that like you know it wouldn't get acting or anything like that. But like I don't know. I I was surprised that. And granted, I was kind of scrolling it fairly quickly at work, so like there may have been another category. But like I was surprised that that was the only one that I saw. Yeah. You know. Uh, but same thing with like Free Guy. You know.
1: I don't know what that is.
4: That guy. was the um, Ryan Reynolds as, as a NPC. video game.
1: Oh. I thought that happened like three or four years ago. Coles. It was supposed to. okay.
4: <laughs> but, you know, it happens. We ended up in a pandemic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Say pandemic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I know it's so weird. Like, I, I I know we've said this like multiple times, but like, I still like to this, like to the day like, I'll be amazed like how. Like, how much we were all complaining about C2E2 that year being in February. And we were like, why is it this early in the year? (laughs) And if they had scheduled it for, like, a week later, we would not have had C2E2. This is very true. Like,
1: Like, I look back on it, and, like, the first person to die of COVID in Chicago died the weekend we were in Chicago. You're right. You're right. And, like, I'm like... That's a fun news article
3: to read.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: but hey, we survive. We're all fine. Just by the
4: skin of our teeth. Literally.
0: yeah. Uh, the- yeah.
3: We're fine. It's, fine.
1: it's all fine.
0: So speaking of teeth, I think it's time to uh, get into this week's pull list. Because... This- <laughs> you
1: made a dentist joke. What is wrong with you? Not necessarily. It, it was
0: more of a food joke. Pull
1: teeth?
0: Because we're using our teeth to eat the recipes from this book that we're about to review.
1: That is not the connection I made. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> Did anybody do that?
0: No. Nope. Okay. It's fine. It's fine. It's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> so this week's book, it's called Uh To Drink and To Eat, Volume Three, Treats and Tribulations from a French Kitchen. Uh, that is a mouthful. Um <laughs>
1: <laughs> You are on my list. You are on my not my
3: poll list. You're on, my, even on
1: the
0: show <laughs> list. I'm on your punch list.
3: Yeah, always. I mean, he's technically on my list because I'm the one that has the, the shame You're list. You're on Lydia's list.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, To Drink and To Eat is out now from Oni Press. It's by uh, Guillaume Long, translated by Sylvia M. Grove. So, this book is cart- part cooking blog, part comic. Uh, to Drink and To Eat takes you through four seasons of French cuisine. Um... I'll be honest, between like adjusting to a new sleep schedule with work and adjusting to other things in my personal life, you know, whatever, I didn't give this quite the attention that I wanted to or that I planned on, um, but that said, I did flip flip through some of the recipes slash stories, which this book, it is like, for all intents and purposes, it's more of an anthology, you know, this isn't like a straight story that you had to read the whole thing through, um. I thought that the art was fun at times and I appreciated like the different art styles to kind of mix things up. Um, There were a few points in this book that made me chuckle. Uh, There was one where he's talking about making muffins and one of the ingredients in one of the drawings is cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, okay, I see you. I I don't know how I feel about that, but okay. Okay. Uh, I also like that there was like a code to tell you how difficult the recipe was. Uh, That said, uh, my biggest gripe with this was that a lot of like most of the dialogue and a lot of the other like script or whatever in this book is done in cursive, which I can read cursive. That's that. That's not where I'm (laughs) getting at, but (laughs) reading it on my phone is, it it was kind of a pain, you know? Um, I, I feel like it would have been better. Like, reading like a physical book i think i would have adjusted to that more um but yeah but i mean like overall like especially as somebody who's always like i want to cook more i want to get more cookbooks i could see myself getting this um tabitha what do you think
1: yeah i tried this and sometimes when i am looking at graphic novels i have basically i have a sensory overload off of a page and it kind of turns me off and that's what happened with this like i I, re- I liked the way that they were forming this with the difficulty of the recipes and, like, the art itself was interesting and vibrant and pretty, but there was so much happening that the first couple of pages, like, made me super anxious and I had to scroll. And then I agree with you on the font, like, they made a poor font choice. I don't even know that reading that in a physical format would have been any more helpful because it was so small and even i was reading it on my ipad not my phone so it was bigger and i was still having to zoom in and blow it up um it was quirky and there were some cute stories in there but the formatting of this like i almost needed like to take an extra pill to just read the couple of pages Mm. like it was it the art design of this was not in my opinion well thought out um there was just there was too much happening for the stories that they were trying to tell which already had too much happening like if you're going to have a very complex story or session like section of stories you need a more simplistic art style and a more simplistic like like cl- calligraphy style like mm. it was just too much happening
0: <laughs> Matt what about you
4: I really enjoyed the art style I thought that it was very it, it It meshed well with the idea behind what was going on in this book. Um, My biggest problem was quite literally just the sheer volume of words. Um, When I sit down with a graphic novel, I expect essentially half the story to be told with the pictures and half to be told with the words. And this was almost like it was a book and a half. Because there was an entire book of words on top of the pictures. Um, and while I appreciated the recipes, I thought that was a great idea. I loved it, how that goes through the different seasons. It was just so wordy that even the recipes were 12 panels on a page. And like half of those panels were all words. Um, I didn't necessarily have as much problem with the font. Um, but I think just the sheer volume of words was what kind of like offset me. But again, like the art style was really cool. I like how it's set up, kind of an anthology style. You go through the seasons. That was really cool, um, but I just, I don't know. The, the balance, could, I think, could have been better.
0: All right, guys. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, let's start some trailer takedown. Uh, we have six movies to talk about this week. The first two books that we're going to talk about... Or first two movies that we're going to talk about, not books. <laughs> um, Wrong part of the show. Yeah. So the first matchup is the Dropout versus Firestarter. Um, I don't know if we've talked about the subject material of the Dropout on the show, but I know we've talked a lot about it over C2E2. <laughs> um, and that's going up against uh, Firestarter, which is based off of a Stephen King novel, and um, Tabitha, I know you have a lot of feelings about the dropout, so I want you to start first.
1: Um, Not so much feelings about the dropout, necessarily, but feelings <laughs> about the material that the dropout is based on. Um, so, Elizabeth Holmes was a dropout of Stanford, Yep, and she created a company that was going to be able to test your blood for any and all diseases based on the prick of your finger, one little bloop of blood, the... Inventing these wonderful machines, everything was going to change. She ended up with contracts with Walgreens and
4: CVS. CVS and, and, Rite and Yes.
1: And a couple like a couple of grocery stores, I'm pretty sure, were in there, with like the grocery store pharmacy. Like there's a laundry yeah. list of people that she was like, you know, being backed by. Um, generals, senators. Huge amounts of money being funneled into this company that effectively didn't exist. She made it up. She was selling herself and her idea, but she never had a product. And it fell apart in the world's most beautiful way. And Elizabeth Holmes is a dirty piece of trash, but she is also the most interesting human I've ever seen in my entire life. The dropout is that story and Elizabeth Holmes' character is going to be played by Amanda Seyfried, and I was okay with the casting when i saw the pictures and i was like okay it kind of makes sense she's got the big eyes and she's got the you know like the deer in the headlights look and then (laughs) i saw this trailer and she nailed her voice because elizabeth holmes is female and she lowers her voice to where she sounds like this when she talks because she thinks she will be taken more seriously it has been proven that is a false voice that is not how she sounds and Amanda Seyfried is standing in front of a mirror in this trailer, practicing this voice and dropping her voice and dropping her voice and dropping her voice, and I literally got chills. I'm like, oh my god! So I went from being skeptical to very pleased. What was the other thing?
2: Fire, Fire
0: starter. Starter.
1: Oh, Zac Efron and a Stephen King book. So I don't know
0: what else you want me to say about that. <laughs> I need you to divvy up points. It's
1: the longest trailer I've ever seen, and I don't <laughs> need to see the movie because I already saw it. I'm giving Amanda Seyfried eight points, and I'm giving two points to Zac Efron.
4: <laughs> uh, Matt. Uh, So, like Tabitha, I am absolutely, unbelievably enthralled with the whole Elizabeth Holmes, Theranos, dropout story. Um, maybe it's a PTSD thing.
0: For her character,
4: maybe. I don't know. Um, but it's <laughs> it's just absolutely intriguing. Um and yeah, she when she's practicing the voice, she nails the voice spot on, and it's pretty creepy, actually. Um so I, I don't know, like I I'm really invested in this story, so I don't know that I'm gonna watch this movie and learn anything new about it. But it's still really interesting. I'm definitely interested in seeing it. Um, Firestarter is a Stephen King book that... I mean, he's got how many books? I don't know. Um, Another one that I haven't read. But this is a trailer that makes me... Even though it's a very long trailer. um, Makes me want to go back and read this book. And know the story before I go see the movie. Um, I am going to go... I'm gonna go seven points for dropout and three for Firestarter just because I'm probably actually more likely to see dropout than Firestarter. So like I said, I going into C2E2 this year, I
0: had no idea that this whole uh what's her name again? Elizabeth, Elizabeth Holmes. Holmes. Elizabeth Holmes. I was about to say Amanda Seafried I was like, that's the actress. She hasn't, to my knowledge, has not done anything um, you know, uh uh what's the word I'm looking for? Nefarious, a, the, 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 sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you're right. She has like those big ol' eyes. Um, but anyway, <clears throat> going into C22, I had no idea about this story. Uh, I tried to play dumb. I don't know if you noticed this, but like when you were first talking about, it, I tried to play dumb, and then or even like just completely like wasn't listening to you or whatever. But you kept talking about it, and then finally <laughs> I was like, "What is this?" And then you went all into it, um, but anyway. So the trailer for this, I mean, it it was a good trailer. I I enjoyed it. Uh, I again, like for me, having no frame of reference as to who you know the person really is, I thought that Amanda Seyfried. I mean, she's one of those actresses that like I always forget that I like, you know. But um, but yeah, she like I thought that she did a really good job. I thought that towards the end, I was like, okay, this is kind of creepy. I'm kind of here for it. <laughs> Um, and then you had Firestarter, which, like, I still have, I also have PTSD, but, like, my Firestarter is Smokey Bones related. <laughs> um, that, that's what we call all of our all employees. All of our employees. They're we're Firestarters. Yeah, we're not employees. We're not teammates. We're not crew members. We're Firestarters.
1: Who's in charge of the marketing and <laughs> HR department? I'd like a word. <laughs>
4: They've already got a word. It's called the fire starter. I would like more words <laughs> <laughs>
3: or less words. <laughs> they made up bonism. Come on.
4: Yeah.
0: Let's. Anyway. Yeah. Let's let us let us move away some from smoked bones. <laughs> it's okay. Anyway, because <laughs> hashtag not sponsored. I mean, <laughs> unless I mean, you know, you guys can just like. I
1: will do a lot of things for those smoked wings. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Hashtag maybe sponsored, (laughs) Uh, But anyway, um, Firestarter, I had no idea what I was getting into with this trailer. And, you know, sometimes kids with superpowers work. Sometimes it doesn't. And at first I was like, I was worried that this wasn't going to. Um, But then, I don't know. There's just something about this trailer and not... Daddy Zach Zac Efron. Um, there was something
1: else in the trailer. <laughs> I, I, I
0: I still don't know how I feel about how like at the very beginning she even like called out like Daddy, and then you saw Zach Efron. I was like, <sighs> <laughs> How many other people have said that to you, Zach Efron? <laughs> uh, <laughs> so creepy. But um, but yeah, but like I don't know. It's like. It's really interesting because like it's almost like what was that one movie like last year maybe the year before with like it was basically like what if superman became evil or whatever like brightburn? Uh, brightburn. Yeah. So like I almost kind of got a brightburn feel to it but like I just I don't know like I don't know. I am giving 7 points to Firestarter and 3 to the Dropout. Lydia.
3: So Going into dropout, I wasn't really sure what was going on because I don't know the story of Elizabeth Holmes like you guys seem to uh, know very well. Lydia, do
1: you want to go get drinks to talk about Elizabeth Holmes? Sure, <laughs> let's go.
3: I think there's drinks, convers- in- there's drinks involved. I'm good.
0: I think that conversation happened before you got up there. Probably. I think it was still daylight. Probably. It,
3: yeah. Um, but usually this kind of movie is not really my thing. But this one did kind of pull me in a little bit more than I expected it to. And Amanda uh, Seyfried, however you say her name, I can't remember, Uh, she surprised me because usually I feel like she kind of gets shoved into these like ditzy, blonde, like not very smart kind of characters. So to actually get to see her play such a serious role is really cool. I can see watching this, even though I don't usually care a whole lot about like documentary type movies. Uh fire starter looks much more like something I would watch. It looks, mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks very hot.
0: <laughs> you're not going to shame her for that.
3: Wait, are we
1: talking about Zach Efron or the fire? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I think
4: that shame was because you're not sure. Yes. <laughs> there was
1: no commitment to Zac Efron.
4: <laughs>
1: but Lydia, it's bearded Zac Efron, which is very different. This is very true. Okay, I take her shame away. (laughs) I
3: didn't even get the chance to mark it down. Sweet. Um, Overall, between the two movies, I could see myself watching Firestarter sooner than I could see myself watching Dropout. So for that reason, I'm going to give seven to Firestarter and three to Dropout.
0: Okay, so with a score of 21 to 19, the Dropout moves on. Next up is Min versus Lightyear two very odd (laughs) pairings but it is what it is um so men is an a24 movie and i'm kind of at the point now where it's like (laughs) if i see an a24 movie like i'm throwing it in trailer takedown i don't care like they could like i don't know recreate um leave it to beaver and i would still throw
4: that in there Now I kind of want to see that happen. Same. Yeah,
0: same. But anyway, so here's the thing with men. I have no effing clue what I just watched. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is what I was thinking about when when I was watching this trailer. Um, I know we talked about it last week. I think we hadn't talked about it for a while, but I know that there was a stretch where every week we were talking about how Hollywood needs to do something different. It needs to do something original. That is what A24 is doing. I I don't believe I've seen any of their movies, and to be honest, I don't know that I ever will. But that's more so because Springfield isn't really artsy-fartsy and that kind of thing. So I I feel like Springfield plays A24 movies for like a day and i'm usually On a working tuesday yeah <laughs> but you know like so this this movie it's it's original it's it's weird i don't i think there was like parallel universes or time travel or something involved i don't know she was screaming down a tunnel and you kept hearing the screams and then at the end i think she was looking at herself i'm not sure <laughs> i don't know what i saw neither did she <sighs> Yeah, and then that's going up against Lightyear, which is the Buzz Lightyear origin story. I think. Yep. Classic Disney Pixar, you know, fun. Um, the cat, which is the uh, <laughs> personal service robot or whatever. Um, oh my gosh, that was that was adorable. It really <laughs> was. Like, especially like at one point, he was like, "I don't think I want to be here anymore," or, or he <laughs> said something like that. So. I wanted to give Men more points
2: because
0: Y'all, Yo, you make that look every time I say that. But that is the name of the movie.
2: I
1: know, but when it came across on the trailer, I made a face like Ugh, Men.
3: <laughs> she has a point.
0: But I, I wanted to give Men more points because again, it's 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 original. It's different. It's you know, it's whatever. Um, but at the end of the day, like going up against Lightyear, like. I'm sorry. Uh, th- that cat. That cat. <laughs> that cat. He has mad. Um, what's the What's the robot from Big Hero Six? Baymax. 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 Yeah. He has mad Baymax vibes. Mm-hmm. I now want to see a buddy cop movie with <gasps> Baymax and his cat. Disney. Yes. Disney. I want royalties now. <laughs> <laughs> but that said, I'm giving six points to Lightyear and four points to Men. <laughs>
1: Oh God! Um, so, uh, I have been wanting original ideas, but this is maybe too original. I don't know. Um, this looks trippy and weird, and A twenty four is notorious for giving you nothing in the trailer except these images. Essentially, we're just like, what? Like, I don't like being left with what, but. Disney keeps rehashing the same things over and over and over. Like, you have these brilliant creative minds working for you. And what you're giving me is a backstory off of a Toy Story character. I don't believe you can't do better. Give me just a movie with the cat. Like, the cat was the best part. Just give me a cat movie. Sign me up for the cat movie. Um, I just can't get over the fact that it's called Men. <laughs> Mostly because, like I said, that popped up on the screen. I was like, ugh, men. Like, it's just <laughs> it's just ingrained in me. That's just, I think of men, and I think, ugh. Um,
4: I'm so lucky.
1: <laughs> while we like you individually as a group, you're rather stupid. Like, I don't know what to tell you.
4: <laughs> no disagreement.
1: Just who you are. It's okay. Um, I'm going to give the cat... <laughs> <laughs> Seven points, and I'm gonna give men three points, which is one more point than they were worth.
0: Thanks. <laughs> Lydia.
3: Uh, So, like you said, the trailer for men, I have no idea what I just watched. Not gonna lie, the whole screaming echo throughout the entire thing about drove me insane. I still have no idea what I watched but now I'm curious to like actually watch the movie and figure out what the hell I just watched Lightyear as much of a Disney geek as I am I don't want this movie like there's nothing about this trailer other than Socks the Cat which is the best part of this entire trailer that I want I can't pick like five for each because I can't decide which one is the lesser evil here
4: Matt. So I know that we want original ideas. And I know that we also are usually suckers for a backstory. Mm. And this, like, that's what Lightyear is. Lightyear is giving us a backstory that we don't necessarily need, but is going to be fun and interesting and give additional depth to a character that a lot of people love. Men is. Men the movie is an original idea Not men in general Just the movie idea Um But I don't even know I don't even know where I'm going with this anymore Um I'm gonna go 6 points for Lightyear And 4 for Men So
0: with a score of 24 to 16 (laughs) Lightyear moves on so the final matchup before the finals is the Adam Project versus Jurassic World Dominion. Um these both came out today I believe mm-hmm. and these were both uh trailers that Matt that you had um given to us so why don't you start?
4: Um so other than Ad- Pro- Adam Project being a Ryan Reynolds production um, about time travel where he goes back and meets himself and his dad again. Um, there's certain parts of this that look like they're going to be like a swan song, very heartfelt touching. And then there's other parts that look action and funny and typical Ryan Reynolds. Um, so I, I don't know. We're going to have to see when, the whole movie comes out because this trailer does a fairly good job of like introducing you to the whole general concept of the film. um, But not a whole lot specifically. Um, Jurassic world dominion. um, It's the final film in this trilogy of Jurassic world movies. Um, The big selling point for this, for me is the return of the original cast. Um, uh, Ian Malcolm, which I can't ever remember. Jeff Jeff Goldblum, Sam Neill and Laura Dern coming back and reprising their roles, Um, which that is fantastic. I'm super excited to see them. My only problem here is the plot basically looks like Jurassic Park 2, where they bring the dinosaur into New York. Like, we did this shit already, and it didn't (laughs) turn out well the last time. Why do we think this is going to happen any different? Um, So even with the return of the cast, I think I just have to go down the middle on this one, five and five.
0: Lydia,
3: so I feel like I'm gonna break some hearts over here after watching you guys watch the trailer. <laughs> I've never seen a Jurassic Park movie, so I feel like watching this trailer. There was a lot of like nostalgia and like callbacks and things that I missed. Say so, overall, like the trailer looked good. Like I enjoyed the trailer, but I feel like there's a lot of stuff that I missed just because of that. Um, the Adam Project might. First thought on this trailer was, wait, Jennifer Garner eh, and and Mark Ruffalo? Is this a sequel to 13 Going on 30? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I had that thought too. <laughs> I'm so glad it wasn't just me. Yeah. Um, but it looks fun. It, I mean, Ryan Reynolds, of course, it's going to be fun. Um, I agree with Matt. It looks like there's going to be some more depth to it than that. And... They did a good job of leaving enough, like, vague, with whatever's going on with future Adam, that I actually like want to watch the movie and see what all is going on. Because a lot of trailers, you know, just give you all the information, and there's no point. So, I'm going to go. <sighs> Six for Adam Project and four for Jurassic Park because while it was a good trailer, I still don't know what's going on.
0: So Jurassic Park Dominion. Um, full disclosure: I have not seen not the I haven't seen the previous Jurassic World movie, um, and then also I never saw Jurassic Park two or three. So like
4: those aren't worth seeing. So that's okay. <laughs>
0: Fair. Anyway. <laughs> Um. So yeah. So like, I haven't seen the previous movie. What the Lost World is that? What it was. Yep. Okay. Um, it's not that I don't want to see it. It's just it never happened to me. And I know that he's kind of a uh, hot topic these days. But Chris Pratt doesn't really bother me. Um, it is what it is. Like I don't hate him. Whatever. Um. But that said, like this trailer, like. I don't know. It didn't do a whole lot for me. Um seeing the you know the original trio back even though I'm usually a sucker for nostalgia nostalgia pandering, I felt like that was like hardcore nostalgia pandering, mm-hmm. like hardcore. But on the other hand, dinosaurs.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, there's that. And like that whole part where it was like is that a that's another plane, right? Well, not exactly. Oh hey, what's up, pterodactyl? Um that wasn't a pterodactyl. What's that? That wasn't a pterodactyl. Okay, whatever. It was a flying dinosaur. <laughs> to me it was a pterodactyl. <laughs> what kind of what kind of dinosaur was it?
3: I can't remember exactly what it is, but it's not a pterodactyl. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's another name. <laughs> pterodactyl.
0: Um that said, the Adam Project. Uh even though like okay, so like Ryan Reynolds, like, first line in this trailer is like, oh, hey, what's up, Ryan Reynolds? You're just playing yourself. But then, <laughs> oh, hey, we get Ryan Reynolds with depth. It Like, that was the only, okay, I, a shallow amount of depth, but still.
4: Like, <laughs> this is the three-foot <laughs> end of the pool. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but still, it wasn't like Deadpool. It wasn't like Free Guy where, or, or, you know, it wasn't like Two Guys, a Girl, in a Pizza Place because he was in that oh, show. Oh,
4: I love that show.
0: Yeah, right?
1: I didn't even know that was a show.
0: Yeah, and then it became what—just two guys and a girl. They dropped yeah, the pizza place. They lost they the pizza place. No, yeah.
4: it went out of business. But right anyway, before the show got canceled. Ironically, <laughs> <laughs> but it's anyway, the pizza place hold everybody together. It. <laughs>
0: it's like we've made this complaint before. Like everything that Ryan Reynolds does, it's like oh, it's just Ryan Reynolds. <clears throat> but like, it didn't completely feel that way with this movie. And. I am about 99% sure that I'm going to cry during this movie, Mm. but I'm kind of here for it. It, It's, I don't know. Like it, it seems really cool. And of, of all these trailers that kind of pulled me in the most. Uh, So I am giving eight points to Adam project and two points to Jurassic world. Tabitha. Um,
1: I hate Chris Pratt as we know. (laughs) Um, and I am going to have a hard time giving him my money, but I do want to see this. Um, if only for Laura Dern and Sam Neill. Mostly, I just want Jurassic Park 2 done again. Better add Laura Dern.
4: So that's what this is? Yes. But
1: then <laughs> we've also got Chris Pratt, but I'm just going to think of him as like in an extra and I'll feel better about it. Um... Ryan Reynolds, no matter what he's doing, even when he was trying to be serious and this, is as deep as a shower stall. I don't care what anybody <laughs> says. The man is gorgeous. He is beautiful. And he does make me laugh. But he can't act his way out of a paper bag. And I think he's going to try in this, and I'm going to be on the verge of tears, and then he's going to do some dumb Brian Reynolds bullshit, and I'm going to lose my cry, and then I'm going to be mad because I've got the cry ready, and it's not going to happen.
0: <laughs> it's like blue balls, but yes! for tears. Yes!
1: Oh. Ryan Reynolds gives me blue tear ducks. <laughs> That's the new name of this movie. <laughs> So I'm gonna give Sam Neal eight points, and I'm gonna give my blue tear ducks two points.
3: (laughs) Also, pteranodon. Just so you know,
0: (laughs) he's gonna still call it a pterodactyl. I know he is. (laughs) With a score of (laughs) twenty-one to nineteen, Adam Project moves on. Uh, So it's now a triple threat. Uh, The Dropout versus Lightyear versus Adam Project.
4: Um, Does anybody have their points? I think I'm going to go five points for Dropout, three points for Adam Project, and two for Lightyear, just based on essentially just trailers alone.
0: Okay. Uh, Based off of trailers alone, I'm going seven points for Adam Project, two points to Lightyear, one point to Dropout.
1: The reverse of Mitch. I'm going to give seven to drop out, two to Lightyear, and one to Ryan Reynolds.
0: Lydia.
3: Seven Adam Project, two to drop out, and one to Lightyear.
1: There are four kinds of people. (laughs) 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 And they are all in this room.
0: (laughs) Okay. So in third place is Lightyear with seven points. Uh, the Dropout comes in second with 15, and The Adam Project wins this week's trailer takedown with 18 points. Fascinating. Oof!
2: Gut reaction!
0: So, uh, before editing, uh, right now we're at about 48 minutes and 30 seconds, and we have 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 more stories to talk about. Woo! Everybody talk real fast. (laughs) So uh, we're going to get through as much of these as possible. Matt, we're going to start with you and the Razzies.
4: So we got Oscar nominations. Also got Razzie nominations. We get a special Razzie this year, which is the worst performance by Bruce Willis in a 2021 movie because he was in eight movies in 2021. Granted, most of them were either low budget or direct to streaming, but he was apparently in eight movies. Um, <laughs> so based on the fact he's been in eight movies in the last year, it became a joke with the Razzies, so they gave him his own category. Um, American Siege, Apex, uh, Cosmic Sin, Deadlock, Fortress, Midnight in the Switchgrass, Out of Death, and Survive the Game are the eight movies that he was in last year alone.
3: I haven't heard of any of
4: those. Nope. I want to say that I've heard of Deadlock, but that's the only one. None of the others ring any bells at all. I, the Razzies have always been fun. I love that they're like essentially making fun of this, so I'm going to go thumbs up. And I hope he's a good sport about this. Lydia.
3: It's interesting. I mean, good for him for getting his own category, I guess.
2: So
0: <laughs> Thumbs
3: up for dedication.
0: Uh, Yeah, I'm also going thumbs up. This is awesome. And I kind of agree with you, Matt. I really hope that he is a good sport about this. Tabitha.
1: I'm just picturing all of those movies with the Die Hard cover and just the words are replaced by all those titles. (laughs) 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 And I hope the Razzies use that. Razzies, you're welcome for the idea.
2: He's
4: going to play John McCain in all of these movies.
1: He plays the same character.
4: (gasps) Is this like that Nicolas Cage movie where he plays himself? We're going to do Bruce Willis playing Bruce Bruce Willis. Willis.
1: Is the Ryan Reynolds of action movies? Oh my god! Ooh, dun, dun, dun.
0: but Ryan Reynolds has done his fair share of also action movies.
1: Yeah, but like they're not really action movies because he's still playing Ryan Reynolds. Fair. <laughs> down. <laughs>
0: Uh, Anthony Ramos has been cast in Disney Plus' Ironheart. Uh, details on his role are under wraps. Uh, I'm still giving this a thumbs up. Um, I am raising a glass to this uh, this casting. Uh, even though I know next to nothing about Ironheart, I couldn't even to begin to guess who he'd be playing, but I'm here for it. Tabitha. Uh,
1: giant thumbs up. I love Anthony Ramos.
4: Matt. Yeah, I'm with you. Noah don't really know anything about Ironheart. But the fact that he is going to be part of this, huge thumbs up. I'm ready to see how this goes. Lydia.
3: I know absolutely nothing about Ironheart, but Anthony Anthony Ramos is cool, so thumbs up.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lydia, you have a
0: little bit of breaking Lord of the Rings news.
3: Yes. So apparently Lord of the Rings, uh, the movie, video games, uh, all that kind of stuff, the franchise is going up for sale. The, uh, Saul Zanes, I think is how you say it, company, uh, who acquired the rights to everything in 1976 is putting the, um, everything up for sale. Uh, they're going to sell the Middle Earth Enterprises, which is the division that owns the rights to both the literary and motion picture rights of Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Um, they have ACF Investment Banking, um, hired to take over the sale process, And it is estimated to be worth up to $2 billion, uh, which could potentially skyrocket depending on how well the Amazon series goes when it comes out in September. Um, Apparently, Warner Brothers still holds some of the rights because of New Line Cinema, but everything else, I guess, is up for grabs. So if you got $2 million and you want to own Lord of the Rings, have at it, Um I don't know where to put a thumb for this. I mean, it's very interesting that they're just all of a sudden like, hey. Put a ring on it. <laughs> wow.
2: <laughs> you got to go. <laughs>
3: um,
0: Hobbit, I mean, hobble up the
3: stairs. Oh my God, guys. <laughs> um, thumbs sideways, because I mean, I don't know why you would just all of a sudden decide to randomly sell something that is potentially worth two billion dollars um also i'm terrified of who might acquire it and what they might do to it so
4: <laughs> yeah
0: agreed thumb sideways i need to see who buys this um but if we put up two billion dollars and buy it we could just like remake lord of the Rings with ourselves that might be fun
3: where are you gonna get two million dollars $2
0: huh? tabitha can i get a loan <laughs> okay. all right Tabitha
1: I'm um, also afraid of who's going to acquire this because now I'm just like having bad visions of like ABC family being oh like my hey God, guys no. <laughs> scoop it up or whatever that's called now Um, freeform freeform that's the one oh also it sounds weird when you were like "Yeah, they sold Middle Earth like I'm like ow <laughs> 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 that hurts my insides like it's just like That feels like a war. I don't like it. Had enough armies and battles. Five armies. Five of them. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) That was a good joke. Um, I'm gonna give it a thumb sideways because good for whoever ends up with this and good for whoever got that much money, but (laughs) I want to know what you're gonna do with it.
4: Matt, I'm intrigued by the price on this, and obviously the price could go up or down, but $2 billion for essentially like middle earth. Um, When some of these other deals that are going through like Bungie getting bought for 3.6 billion Activision blizzard being bought for $68.7 billion. Like this just seems like a very low number for the amount of information and lore um, involved. Um, But the idea of, Anybody, I mean, I say anybody, but not us. Um, that could acquire this, and what they would do with this is a little frightening. So I think until I think again until we see who actually like gets this, I'm gonna go thumb sideways. Um, Lydia, you
0: also have news on Jack and Daxter.
3: So the uh, director for the Uncharted movie, uh, Ruben Fleischer, I'm assuming is how you pronounce it, um, has uh discussed uh interest in producing our producing our whatever words are gone um a Jack and Daxter movie uh Jack and Daxter is a video game series um late two thousands I wanna say um one of my favorites um that's about all he had to say was that he is working on it um Tom Holland, who was just in the Uncharted movies, has also expressed interest at some point about wanting to be in a Jack and Daxter movie and wanting to play Jack, which I am not okay with. Uh, (laughs) Uncharted is also a Naughty Dog title. Um, Sony has also said recently that, I think like May 2021, uh, that they are going to do about 10 adaptations of various video game franchises for either TV or film and not all of them are currently accounted for so this is a possibility but there are no real details about it being one of my favorite video game series I think it would be cool to see it as a movie but the prospect of this terrifies me because there is so much that could go wrong first and foremost being casting Tom Holland as Jack Um, so just based off the fact that there's basically no information, I'm going to go thumbs down. Um, please don't screw up one of my favorite games. Please.
0: <laughs> and you said this was the director of Uncharted, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm giving this a thumbs sideways until Uncharted comes out and A, I see it, and then also how it's received. Uh, because I I know that I'm kind of in the minority, but and it's also just because I'm ignorant to the... <laughs> Uh, to the Uncharted game, um, I know that it's very different from the movie. Uh, but that said, like the the trailers I've seen for the movie seem interesting. I'm I, I'm interested in this movie. So if he does Uncharted well, I think I'd be more open to this. So Tabitha,
1: I was personally attacked by my microphone. Lily, <laughs> I have a question. Okay, uh, do you have any shames for the year at all? Whole place calculating, <laughs> calculating. No. Okay. Can you negative shame yourself? For sure. Me? Her ire at Tom Holland brought me so much joy <laughs> that I almost stopped listening to everything else you were saying because I was so proud of you.
3: This might gain me my shame back, but the only reason is just because of no. knowing this character. Like He could not pull this off. He is way too immature for this character. No, it does not.
1: <laughs> okay. Thumbs up to Lydia's hatred of Tom
2: Holland. <laughs> Matt.
4: Um, this, I don't know. So, there are other properties that were ten- turned into movies like Insomniac Games did a Ratchet and Clank movie, but it was animated. It was fun. It felt like I, I haven't seen all of it, but I've seen parts of it and it feels like the game. <coughs> and I feel like if they make a Jack and Daxter movie, they're going to try and do something like live action or they're going to tweak the story. They're not going to follow through with the feel of the games and the games are just fun fun they're platform games they're just a lot of fun um so i feel like they're gonna make it too serious um and i uh, i'm such at odds with this whole uncharted movie that's a whole nother story um i'm gonna go thumbs down because i feel like they're just gonna not do this well i did
3: not know you played jack and dexter
0: so futurama is being uncancelled Again, uh, <laughs> Hulu has ordered 20 episodes of the animated series with most of the cast returning. Uh, John DiMaggio, aka Bender, is still working on his deal to return. I'm giving this a thumbs sideways as much as Futurama is one of those shows where, like, I watch, I'm like, hey, why don't wa- I watch this show more often and I don't watch it for years? And I watch an episode, I'm like, hey, why don't I why watch this more often? <laughs> and then it's, you know, ad nauseum. Um, <sighs> I just, I don't know. I feel like this series, I don't know that needs to stay dead, but like, I don't know. Like, I feel like there's a reason why it keeps ending. Also, if you don't get the original voice of Bender back, I feel like that's, it's going to be completely different. Um, I don't know. Yeah. Thumbs sideways. Tabitha.
1: Yeah. Futurama is one of those shows that I can watch over and over and over and over and over again. Because I love, I love smart humor and that's what this show has always been. I agree with you, though, like, if they can't get the voice of Bender back, it just won't be the same. And, again, some things just need to have an end, and I feel like the way Futurama has ended and then ended again, and I'm pretty sure ended again, (laughs) has been enough. Like, we don't need to keep rehashing it. I have always wanted either a future Futurama, like, even more in the future, but, like, still related to the cast, or a now version of Fry's Life. I would watch that all day. Also, you remind me of Fry. That is a compliment, though. I promise. Um,
0: I'll have red hair next week.
1: Thanks. I appreciate that. Can you wear a cute little red jacket and a white shirt?
0: Always. Okay, perfect. Thank you. Um,
1: I'm going to give this a thumb sideways because as much as I kind of want more Futurama, I don't know that I need it.
4: Matt. Yeah, uh, Futurama is one of those few smart Like, super smart, super funny cartoons. Um, And I know that it's ended a couple of times. I don't think I've seen anything other than the original episodes. Um, But, yeah, if you can't get the original Bender back to voice him, then it's just not going to be the same. So, it's just going to be a thumb sideways until we see more and get more information and, like, a trailer and all the voice cast.
0: Matt, you have two game stories. Talk about one of them.
4: Um, so, another Blizzard story. Uh, we just week after week after week. Ever since the uh, acquisition, Blizzard has just been making news. Um, rumored since 2017. Oh wait, a- stop, Lydia. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Futurama. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: I was so focused on what stories to cut. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I was still so
1: proud of you for talking shit about Tom Holland. But <laughs> like she doesn't need to say anything else for the
2: rest of the day, I guess. <laughs> uh,
3: anyway, real quick, just because I-, 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 I forced my thumb in here. Um, <laughs> that- that sounds That's
4: what she said. <laughs> and it doesn't my- count because
3: you were negative This is true. (laughs) All right. Anyway, uh, so Futurama (laughs) is one of those shows that I've seen multiple episodes of, but never actually seen the whole thing. Um, But I know enough of it to agree with all of you. Like, if they don't get Bender back, that's going to be wrong. And also, I'm very much a stickler for if you have a voice actor, keep it. Um, So don't recast someone. If that's the case, just don't do the show. So thumb sideways. All
0: right. (laughs) Now Matt, talk about one of your game stories. All right. So <laughs> Sorry, <Matt. laughs>
4: No problem. Um so Blizzard back in the news again. Um rumored since 2017, Blizzard has officially confirmed that into 2022, we are going to be getting a Warcraft mobile game. Um it's part of their uh whole planning new content for the Warcraft franchise in 2022 including new experiences in world of Warcraft and hearthstone and getting all new mobile Warcraft content into players' hands for the first time. We have no idea on genre or play type or play style. Um, we don't know if this is going to be a reskin of like a Warcraft game or if they're going to adapt part of world of Warcraft to mobile, no real information other than the fact that sometime this year, gamers will have Warcraft in their hands all the time on their phones and tablets. Um, I am going to go thumb sideways until we see what exactly this game is, um, because Blizzard tried to do like a refab of Warcraft three a couple of years ago, and it fell flat. Like, even though the graphics were nice, it, they didn't do anything new. So unless this is a new, fresh idea, I think it's just going to be stagnant.
0: Tabitha or Lydia.
3: <laughs> Which one? I, Lydia. Oh, yeah.
0: I, I, I don't know why I said Tabitha. <laughs> I think it was because I just crossed out one of your stories.
3: Oh. Anyway. That's okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll be honest. I completely thought that they had already done a mobile game. So uh, that part is indifferent for me. Um, my concern with something like this, especially if they're going to base it off of like World of Warcraft is that they're going to be just another one of those like turn-based games like Raid or mm. whatever like that. If there's enough of those. Do something different. Um, so I'm gonna go thumbs sideways.
0: I'm gonna go thumbs up, and only because, like, and, and don't get me wrong, I've never played Warcraft. I'm probably never gonna play World Warcraft. <laughs> um, I it, it, it's nothing against the game. I have no hatred towards the game. It's just it's not my thing. However, um, anything that gives an opportunity for different people to try the game, you know, like it. If I were more of a mobile gamer and like and sometimes I am like sometimes a game will, you know, like strike me and I'll play for a few months and I'll give up on it. But anyway, um, but like, you know, if I were more of a mobile gamer, this might get me into Warcraft and then I might actually go and, you know, get the full game or or however they're going to end up doing it. So, yeah, I mean, this is kind of cool. Tabitha.
1: My only beef is that I've never played Warcraft, but I've had friends who've played Warcraft and with Warcraft you get very invested and it you get very addicted and you can't can't stop, won't stop. And like I feel like maybe not being able to do it mobily was better for people's <laughs> mental health <laughs> and adding that option. Like, those people that had to, like, get out of their house to go to work, and that's the only reason they left, because they wanted to play Warcraft. Like, there are people out there like that, and Warcraft Mm -hmm. is, like, the main game that people get obsessed with because of just the way it's built, and I get that. But, like, them being like, oh, I can just play it on my phone no matter where I am. That makes me kind of nervous. I hadn't even thought about that. I feel like people are going to lose their jobs (laughs) and their lives and their car, and, like, I'm just... And then they're not going to be able to play Warcraft. Because they'll be dead. Yes. And poor. (laughs) Or dead or poor. Dead and poor. I don't know. Poor Poor and dead. (laughs) Thumbs down because I'm honestly worried about humanity.
0: (laughs) So, DC's next event will spin out of Justice League number 75's Death of the Justice League, and it's going to be called Dark Justice. Uh, The seven-issue miniseries will see the remaining heroes team up against the Great Darkness, which is an ancient force that has been behind some of the universe's darkest moments. Dark Crisis will kick off with DC's free comic book day offering. I'm giving this a thumbs... I'll give it a thumbs up because let's be honest, even though both DC and Marvel, they're very bad about like their big multi title events or whatever. That's going to take over everything. And like as much as I complain about it, I'm still going to buy it. And it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Tabitha.
1: Um, You have me at dark crisis. It feels spooky and angry and aggressive. So I'm going to go thumbs up. Also, you're excited. So I'm excited.
0: Matt.
4: So I'll, I have a love hate with the fact that these giant events that they run during the summer, they have started to do like an issue zero or an issue one with free comic book day. So it's like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to get the free one. And now I'm hooked on the story and I have to buy this issue and I have to buy all the side quests and I have to buy all the like, damn it. Why? It's a marketing ploy and they win. I get it. (laughs) (sighs) But it does sound cool. And I'm intrigued to see how this all plays out with the death of some of these characters, which we know aren't going to be permanent. But again, how's it going to affect the universe? Thumbs up. Lydia.
3: It's a comic book. I'm indifferent, but you all are uh, very excited, apparently. So (laughs) thumbs up.
4: Matt, let's talk about James Gunn's new friend. Uh, So James Gunn's not new friend. My apologies. His old friend is Um, Scooby-Doo. Because if if you didn't know this. Thank
1: you. (laughs)
2: <laughs> One for both,
4: please. <laughs> um, back in 2002, James Gunn wrote and directed the original live-action Scooby-Doo and the sequel. He
2: did? He
4: did. How
2: did anyone know that?
4: Yep. Um, he actually was had a deal in place to write and direct Scooby-Doo number three, but even 2004, but number two didn't do well enough in the theaters, and the studio decided to cancel the whole thing. He then proceeded to move on and do Guardians of the Galaxy, which now we know where he's at with Suicide Squad, Peacemaker, Guardians 3, etc. He recently got a letter in the mail from his old friend Scooby-Doo asking why he hasn't offered him work. (laughs) Um, So the letter was not actually from Scooby-Doo. It was from (laughs) Ben Schwartz. (laughs) Well, I just wanted to cover everything in case anybody was concerned. (laughs) That um, a
1: dog was writing letters, yeah.
4: <laughs> <laughs> a dog who could talk, clearly. I mean, you should see the signature on this letter. It looks like he might have signed it. Um, <laughs> the whole thing was a joke, but just based on the fact that he had done this, like, he had worked with Scooby-Doo in the past. And James Gunn posted a, a tweet, and uh, he basically joking about how he hates it when old friends come out of the woodwork looking for work. <laughs> so, um, thumbs up to James Gunn's fantastic response for this. Um I don't know. It's just fun. It's lighthearted. Good for him to play along. Lydia?
3: So I totally did not realize that he was involved with those movies. As stupid as they are, I still love them to death. His response to this is wonderful. (laughs) Thumbs up for him.
0: Uh, Yeah, total thumbs up for this. Uh, It's just, it's a fun story all around. Also, um, I know how James Gunn likes to, like, Put his brother in his movies, so now I need to go back and rewatch the first <laughs> see, two Scooby movies. <laughs> see if there are to see TVs if he's in there. there. <laughs> but yeah, thumbs up, Tabitha.
1: Um I have a hard time giving anything scooby doo a thumbs up. <laughs> um
0: Aww. Uh,
1: I'm gonna murder you.
0: You're a total Velma, you know that? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, do we have a new group cosplay? Ooh.
1: I mean, I don't really have to do anything. I just have to wear my glasses, so I'm perfect. Not-
0: <laughs> Can we get not Seth to dress up like a dog? Yes.
4: Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> he's already been a dinosaur and a hamburger. I don't think he's gonna have a problem with being a puppy. <laughs> not I mean, at all. you could
4: just paint the dinosaur brown, and he'd be in jo- in good shape.
3: No. What? <laughs> <laughs> Never
1: mind. <laughs> Are you okay? You fell today. You hit your. Did you hit I your did, head? I no, did I didn't You're hit You're reminding head. me, re- like fake dogs aren't writing letters. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton dinosaurs. I am going to give James Gunn's response a thumbs up, but I refuse to give Scooby Doo a thumbs up. All
0: right, we have two stories left. One left for gut reaction. Tabitha, let's talk about naming a snowplow.
1: Okay, I'm gonna go through. <laughs> I'm gonna go through this real quick. I'm gonna I'm gonna rattle off some names. All right, you guys ready? Hmm. Minnesota Department of Transportation got a new snowplow. They wanted to name it. I'm going to give you the options from bottom to top Edward Blizzard Hands, <coughs> No More Mr. Ice Guy, Blizzard of Oz, Scoop Dog, Plowasaurus Rex, The Big Laplowski, <laughs> <laughs> my personal favorite, Control Salt Delete. <laughs> <laughs> But however, this happened pretty much immediately after Betty White died, and the number one answer was Betty Whiteout, which is not the most clever of those names, no. but it is in honor of Betty White, so I will let it stand.
0: You will let it slide on the ice? You
1: soon, I was going to say thank you for being a friend, but... Mm. The whole contest, a thumbs up. All of these were better than Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> also, control salt delete is just chef's kiss. That is just so clever. I love it. So thumbs up,
4: Matt. Uh, thumbs up for the originality for some of these. And yeah, Betty Whiteout is probably not the most original of these names, but in her honor, well played, Minnesota, Lydia.
3: I'm just still amused by how salty that Tabitha is over Bodie McBoatface.
1: Was that a salt joke? Because it was well-timed.
3: Maybe.
0: Mm-hmm. It might have been. If I had made a salt joke, I would have sh- yeah, gotten a shame. like Lydia. <laughs> Did you give your thumb? Up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going thumbs up for this. Uh, as much as I love Betty White, though, though I feel like the big Lepowski should have won uh, that Garnered the biggest laugh for me, but you know it is what it is. So. Edward blizzard hands it was pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. Yeah, it was. It, it set it set a good tone. It did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the last story that we have for tonight, there was a clue in Sunday's New York Times crossword puzzle, the better of two sci fi franchises. So, the first part was Star. Hmm. Um players were then trying to figure out if the rest of the puzzle was wars or trek. It definitely wasn't gate. (laughs) So, to avoid... (laughs) 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 To avoid making nerds on either side of the argument angry, the intersecting puzzles uh, worked whichever way you went. The intersecting puzzles uh, were wrap or trap, wrist or waist, Payees or payers and leaked or leased. What kind leased of as in. Monster
1: is <laughs> writing the crossword puzzle.
0: Because whichever one you personally feel is better
1: was the correct, was was
0: the answer. The correct answer. That is
1: that brilliant. That is not how crossword puzzles
0: work. <laughs> <go. laughs> but see, but the intersecting puzzles were worded to where I whichever heard. one you chose.
1: This is not a Choose your own adventure cross my puzzle! There's supposed to be a definitive answer!
2: You're <laughs> so angry!
4: You notice how the pitch keeps going up?
0: I am upset! I did not expect you to be as upset about this as you are!
1: There is supposed to be a definitive answer! Even in the USA Today... Crossword puzzle. The next time you get a USA Today, you have the answers from the previous day. It is not a choose your own adventure story. <laughs> there are answers for a reason. I'm sweaty. <laughs> I don't want to talk
4: about this anymore.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I personally. Does anybody else have feelings I, about this? <laughs> I personally
4: think the fact that they were able to play this either way is brilliant. No matter which side you picked. You could still solve the puzzle. Uh,
0: Unless I... you chose Stargate.
4: Well, right.
1: Back. Who would choose Stargate?
0: <laughs> Kevin Sorbo? No, wait. Uh, wait, he, he wasn't in Stargate, was he? No. no. What was Um, I thinking of? Andromeda. That's
1: what he was in. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah.
4: he's still in Star Trek. Can't
1: fit that in there, though. (laughs) No. (laughs) Too many
4: letters.
2: (laughs) No matter
1: that there are no rules anymore. Still can't fit Andromeda.
3: As angry as Tabitha is, I agree with Matt, though. That is really cool that it's just like, we're going to start a war with this. So we might as well just make it like whichever one you choose is correct. And they actually managed to somehow do that. Like.
0: They they tried to please everyone and they pleased everybody but Tabitha. Exactly.
2: That sounds they pleased
0: ninety-nine point nine 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 percent of the population and then there was Tabitha.
1: <laughs> that sounds right.
4: <laughs> so I'm really upset. <laughs> we couldn't tell. Not at all. Are you,
1: are you going <laughs> to write a
0: strongly worded letter to the New York Times? Yeah, and I'm going to put
1: it in a crossword puzzle with no <laughs> F <effing answer. laughs> and answer. i just figure it out. <laughs> I'll have to figure out my rage on their own. They want to choose their own adventure, choose your own this.
4: Mad. <laughs> answer for one down. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what is the creator of the New York Times crossword puzzle? stupid <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right.
0: well but before before we make Tabitha any more angry and then Matt has to deal with her um nice. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna do it for this episode of Geek Awakens uh we'll hopefully be back next week depending on what if the, New York- the
3: yeah. murders matter or not
0: or the New York Times
3: the that's whole true. paper <laughs> <laughs> stood hundreds of years but it
1: can't take me yelling about it on a podcast
3: so next week when it's just me and Mitch <laughs> everyone knows what happened
0: yeah basically
1: <laughs> I've been arrested and Matt's working on my bail
2: money <laughs> or he's
0: dead yeah, yeah that's true yeah. casualty
4: that <laughs> uh, hard to work on bail money when I'm dead <laughs> so Mitch
1: also won't be here because he's my backup for real money <laughs> great so it's
3: just gonna be me and it's gonna be super awkward have fun guys <laughs> <laughs> like, show. Yeah,
0: have, have fun with that trailer takedown <laughs> uh, it'll be very quick <laughs> Um, I literally do not even know where I was with my outro so um, thanks for listening and we hope to catch you next time everybody say bye bye bye